Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio, with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. everything he knows all of it you know I had this conversation with him again this morning he knows all of it and still he's right here he knows all of it and he didn't leave just as he promised never to leave never to forsake God is not afraid of your past in today's message from Pastor Robert, he explains that you don't need to avoid coming to the Lord. He is not ashamed of you. God dearly loves you and sent his son for you. You don't need to fear rejection. God welcomes you into his arms. He welcomes you to come home to him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of James, chapter 4, as he continues his message, Draw Near to God. He says in John 10.10, The thief comes not except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Again, you can't have both and, and have it work out well. So the process again. God has proactively attracted us to himself as we saw through John 6. As we respond, we just recognize his nearness and we benefit from it. And that prompts us to wash off what's mixed and what falls short of his design. And then we those, that in itself heals us from being double-minded. It makes us wholehearted because of God's integrity that all that he is takes root in us and it heals us the way he can purify like when we travel to to certain countries where the drinking water isn't pure we bring bleach and it purifies the water that is what working with God drawing near him and washing off the filth stop drinking the polluted water it purifies the water it purifies the internal system inside of us. So draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded, because you'll be, you will be better off. Yeah, I mean, I've thought about it quite often because we, I mean, she and I come from such incredibly different backgrounds and places. She's from Denmark. I've lived in Georgia most of my life. Um, and we we would not have met. We've had now almost three decades together and children and grandchildren and just everything that, that God has given to us. And either one of us could have completely short-circuited all that God wanted to do. And it's just incredible to think through the, the, the little subtle details of that. And you know, when I look at it that way, he wouldn't have suffered for it. We would have suffered for it. We we would have missed out on on so much. You know, I, there's absolutely no way that I can see that I could be 
a pastor without her. There's just, there's something God has done with us and between us that it's just, to me, it's mind boggling, you know? Remember, our goal, what we're talking about is to live resurrected, to live the abundant life that Jesus died to give us. You know, he, he resisted so many things himself in order to give us. And we're not, I don't, I always thought it was, it was about him preventing me from enjoying life. You know, it was, it was him holding out on me, him, you know, keeping things back from me. I, I, I didn't understand at all that the opposite was true. James was confronting the same kind of complacency, idolatry that, you know, it's not a new thing, what we see going on today in the church. And in James 4.4, he kind of cries out there, adulterers and adulteresses. And, and what he's addressing is, is spiritual adultery, not physical adultery. He's not, he's not calling out some you know, guy for cheating on his wife or group of men for cheating on their wives. He's, he's talking about infidelity toward Christ. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, do you think God was joking when he said the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously, but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. It it always comes back to the issue of just trust him. Don't vacillate. You know, I, I, I trust you. I trust you, God. I trust you. But then your decisions are all made with, with the opposite, you know, you're, you're not trusting him. You're trusting in yourself or you're, you're trusting in your friends. You're trusting in the wisdom of the world, making yourself a friend of the world, whatever. L- listen to this quote from Beth Moore. This is from her study called Mercy Triumphs. She says, Satan doesn't have to talk us into sprouting horns and a forked tail to draw us in his direction. All he has to do is fan our pride. That way he doesn't have to go through all the trouble of actively opposing us. He has much more to gain if God does the opposing. Satan hopes that instead of repenting, we will get defensive with God when he rises up against us in our pride. He hopes we'll think God has suddenly turned against us and we'll grow stiff-necked and hard-hearted. The scariest part is that when we resist God, we draw near to Satan. For us, eternity is settled. And she's writing this to Christians. Eternity is settled. You're going to be with God forever. If he's put his spirit inside you, that's settled. Satan can, however, wreak havoc with our indecisive, prideful, earthly lives. 
And that's the thing that God wants to, to prevent. He, he wants us to reap all the benefits that are available to those who just trust him, just surrender to him. So, so I was just thinking about this, getting, getting really, really practical with it. How do we draw near to God? Because that was my first question. You know, when God brought that scripture to mind, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. I'm like, okay, how? What do I, what do, I do to draw near? Elizabeth's touched on the first part. It's just that awareness that this, this is, it's already that the kingdom of God is, is near. And, and there's, a, there's a saying that um, theologians will sometimes use, the already and not yet of the Bible. The, the fact of the matter is he lives within you. So if he lives within you, well, then why does he say draw near? It is that reminding oneself, he lives within me. He lives within me. He knows everything. He knows all of it. You know, I had this conversation with him again this morning. He knows all of it. And still, he's right here. He knows all of it. And he didn't leave. Just as he promised never to leave, never to forsake. It's just that. So starting tonight, just tell him that you want him to be the master of every part. I don't want to be double-minded. I don't want to say one thing and do another. I want to be wholeheartedly yours. Wholehearted. You know, devoted. The idea of devotion is that you're, you're not holding back anything, but that everything is on the altar. That's the idea of devotion, that everything's, everything's given. And, and ask him to show you specifically where you need to resist the enemy of your soul. My boss used to say that the devil is like that musician that only has one string on his guitar. He just plays that one string, meaning that he doesn't change tactics. He doesn't change his approach. He's not terribly creative. He does the same things. If you look at your life, he's been coming after you in exactly the same way, always. Where is it that you need to resist him? tuning in to Community Nights, a ministry of Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. Pastor Robert and Elizabeth invite you to join them each Friday as they share from the scriptures those things that are important to the church, the church family, and the community outside your four walls. We're so glad you joined us. If you'd like to explore more of these messages or listen to Pastor Robert's verse-by-verse teachings through the Bible, Visit MainThingRadio.com now. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You'll find a link on our website. We'd love to hear from you too. Let us know how Main Thing Radio has impacted you or someone you know. And tell us what the Lord's been doing in your life. You can connect through the contact form at MainThingRadio.com, through Facebook or Twitter, or just give us a call at 305-531-2730. 
be sure to share any prayer requests too. We want to know how we can pray for you. That number again is 305-531-2730. We're coming to the end of our time with you today. Join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth next time for another Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.